Hi, Ann Romney. How are you? Great. Great to have to be here in Vero Beach. It's a beautiful area. I hope you come sometime with your husband when you can spend a little more time and enjoy yourself, maybe relax on the beach. Why should Mitt Romney, your husband, be the president of the United States? He is the most qualified, the, um, the smartest, and the best looking. <laughs> okay, that's very good. Win. It's all done. Uh, tell me something, though. Uh, I want you to reflect on this. Why is it time to have a successful businessman in the Oval Office? You know, this is such an important question for people to ask before they go in the voting booth because Mitt has had so many situations in his life where he's been able to turn around um, failing companies and really understand the economics of what makes something work. And he's had years of experience doing that. And then if you translate that into thinking he's also done gone and done something the same thing with the Olympics, um, with a huge, massive debt that they had at the Olympics and also the scandal. And he turned that around and was had such great leadership skills in doing that. And then he went off to the state of Massachusetts, was governor there, got elected, being in the very small minority of 13% registered Republicans in the state of Massachusetts, ran against an Irish Catholic woman, by the way, and won very handily in the state of Massachusetts, and then pulled off an enormous feat. Number one, of we had a huge budget deficit. He turned that around without raising taxes. He also did something which was extraordinary as governor. He was able to um, try to figure out how to make health care more affordable and more accessible to everyone and got everyone health care coverage in the, in the state without raising taxes and without a government um, takeover. So he's, he's very bright. He's very capable. He's had a lot of experience. He knows how to get the job done. He is, recognizes that Washington is broken, spending way too much money, um, buying oil that, you know, we've got to wean ourselves off from, and all these problems that the country's facing right now that he'll, he'll be able to address. Reflecting back, how do you think he took Massachusetts? It's an amazing accomplishment. You know, it was, um, it was hard. And I, I, the reason he could have done even more if he'd had more help, but his legislature was 87, 86% in the other party. So almost everything that he did was checkmated or, you know, just stopped or stalled. So it was a very tough environment. However, Despite that, he found real allies across the aisle, was able to work across the aisle, found places where there, were, there, were, where there was common ground, and, and um, really some very effective um, maneuvering with the, with the opposition party in trying to bring about some of this change. And so not only did he try to figure out how, how to solve the problem, but then he had to try to politically make it work and get, get the job done. And that was the, the really hard part that I think that he's been very skilled at as well. Well, tell us something about Mitt Romney that maybe we wouldn't, you know. Do you know, um, I will tell you what he, how he helps me out. Um, when we have Sunday dinners, um, I will often, you know, obviously cook for this big family. And as soon as the last bite's taken, he's like, all right, boys, in the kitchen. And, uh, you know, he shoes all the girls out and myself. And it's like, all right, he and the boys, like, wash the dishes. I mean, that's the kind of guy that he is. He's hardworking even when, you know, he doesn't need to be. So he's always there for me. He's supportive. Um, we've been married 38 years. Um, he's my best friend. Okay. Tell us, uh, how does he interact with the boys? I met, I met at least one of your sons. I know you've done a great job. Well, he's um, he obviously that's the joy of his life. His his sons and they've been a, amazing um, surrogates for my husband on the on the campaign trail. They they happen to all be very handsome boys too, like their father. Um, and he he lives for the for the family. That is his source of joy. And um, when we are now, it's getting a little little 
were a little weary on the campaign trail. They've discovered if they have one of the boys travel with Mitt, it just makes the day go so much better for him. You're, you're known for working with at-risk youth. Explain who is at-risk youth and, and, and working with them with the, with the horses. Um, well, that's, that's two separate questions, really, but that's okay. Um, I, I, at-risk youth are, if you think about some of our inner cities and some of these kids that are growing up um, with not um, probably a single mom, probably even a teenage mom, where some of the kids really have more difficulties in adjusting with school and with being successful in their own lives. And um, I have um, really spent a lot of time um, as First Lady, but even before that, at working with agencies and trying to find ways um, to, to, to help some of these kids that are pretty much been given up um, and, and lost. One thing we have found out in all these years of working with at-risk youth is if they have an, a, a responsible adult that is that is working with them and sort of either a big brother, big sister, something like that um, organization, or any responsible adult that starts being involved in that child's life, that makes a huge difference um, in how successful they might be in uh, in trying to make good choices in their life. So, for me, I've I've worked with a lot of different programs, um, faith programs, and and other programs as well in the inner city um, in Boston and discovered that, you know, all kids are, are valuable. Every child is, is a choice and precious child of, of our Father in Heaven, and they all deserve to know that they're loved. And so I've worked, with, I've worked a great deal with, um, with at-risk youth. Now, you were diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Tell us about esquian, esquian, say it, esquian therapy? A- equestrian therapy. Equestrian therapy. Thank you very much. <laughs> I just got a new tongue last week. <laughs> um, for me, I, I, with multiple sclerosis, I, when I first was diagnosed, it was interesting because um, I thought, oh, dear, you know, um, I'm really going to get in a wheelchair and I'm so frightened and everything is, you know, I, I was very depressed and thinking my life was over. And I thought, you know, what am I going to do um, before – while I still can. And I said, you know, my love of my life, my joy of my life are horses. And I, you know, hadn't ridden for a number of years. And I thought, I'm going to go back and get on the back of a horse. And lo and behold, as I started riding again, I started getting stronger. Now, I I had medications that I found that helped me. I know people with MS are great medications that are out there now. But I also discovered that there's something called joy therapy that this is kind of how I like to think, to explain it to people. It's literally so joyful for me to be able to be on a horse and to be out. But there's also something that happens. Um, There is um, this um, energy that that a horse gives you. And it also, they've discovered that there are so many ways that horses help. And there's something called equine therapy now. People um, with all sorts of muscular problems or um, any any children that are suffering from um, sort of skeletal muscular problems or uh, spasticities or anything like that, if they get on the back of a horse, they they are strengthened and and helped. And so there's programs popping up all over the country um, called equine therapy. And I, as you might imagine, am very involved in trying to raise money for this and to try to bring attention to it that it's, it's helped me in such a significant way that it's my way of giving back and saying, you know what, it helps lots of kids that are, that are suffering. Even, even um, children with speech problems or att- attention uh, deficit disorders and things like that, it helps them focus and center. 
Okay, so uh, Mitt, Mitt wins the election. You're in the White House. You're going to be the first lady. What's your agenda, your agenda? You know, uh, there are going to be two levels. One, obviously, will be uh, raising awareness for multiple sclerosis and trying to help raise funds for a cure. That's one level. But on a more significant level, I believe, it will be working with at-risk youth, um, reminding people that there are some many children in our country that are being lost and left behind and to trying to uh, bring awareness to finding ways to um, letting um, just bringing awareness to some of those programs that are very effective in reaching to these kids that'll be that'll be my focus okay one final question that's this there's people that are on the edge they're teeter-tottering push them over the uh, why should they vote for Mitt Romney you know, um, what you get is the whole package. It's not just that he has um, been a successful governor. He's also been in the, private, in the private sector for a long time and understands how an economy works. He's also been successful as a father and a husband. He has great family values. So you, you get the whole package. You get everything. Thanks for spending time with us. Thank you.